Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Wednesday night, so we take you now to Duffy's Tavern with our guest tonight, Luella Parsons, and starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. (laughs) Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Bristol-Myers, makers of Ipana and Truchet, the beforehand lotion. Two products it will pay you to remember. Ipana for the smile of beauty... Truchet for softer, lovelier hands. Ipana, Truchet. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you late meet to eat, Archie? The manager's speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. I guess who's coming down tonight? Luella Parsons, the newspaper dame. Uh, what corner is her nose stand on? <laughs> Duffy, she ain't got no newsstand. She's a uh, gossip mongress. <laughs> Luella Parsons. Yeah, yeah, she's in charge of all uh, motion picture fraternizing. <laughs> Is she important? Duffy, in Hollywood, when a guy sees his name in the obituary column, he won't even dare order a casket until Luella makes the news official. <laughs> You know that old Chinese proverb, uh, one picture is as good as a thousand words? Well, with Luella, it's just the opposite. Any actor will tell you that with Luella, one word is good for a thousand pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, she can make a break a guy. You, uh, you remember Anatole Letcher? You remember him, Duffy. <laughs> yeah, he used to, used to drive around in a horse and wagon peddling bananas. And then he went to Hollywood and became a producer. Well, one day, Luella says to him, uh, lovely weather, isn't it, Anatole? And he said, no. Would you believe it, Duffy? He was in here this morning selling bananas. <laughs> On foot. Let's see now. I'll call you back. I'm, I'm busy, Duffy. It has been rumored... Uh, 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 what, uh, what you doing, Miss Archie? I'm writing some rumors about myself for Luella. Uh-huh. It uh, has been rumored that since Archie has wrote his new song... So far, it's a pretty ugly rumor. <laughs> quiet. Since Archie has wrote his new song, Hetty Lamar can't wait for him to get back to Hollywood. That'll be a scoop for Luella. Uh. Did a shovel go with it? <laughs> well, who cares? People all over the country will read that item. You know, uh, Luella's column hits lots of papers, Eddie. Yeah, she's syndicated, ain't she? Well, I wouldn't say that. Every time I've seen her, she's acted like a perfect lady. <laughs> and believe me, when she starts writing about this song... Uh, she ain't gonna write nothing about you. 
Oh, no? I'm willing to bet ten bucks she does. You ain't got ten bucks. That shows you how sure I am of winning. <laughs> See, it'll be a romantic story, Eddie. A genius. Writing a hit song in a cobwebby beer parlor. It'll be like O. Henry. In fact, after this song comes out, they may name bars after me, too. <laughs> if they don't... <laughs> Yeah, if they don't close them behind you first. Oh, yeah? Plenty of geniuses have started in even ignobler surroundings than this. May I refresh your memory with the names of Jack London and Mark Twain and Ethan Allen Poe? I never seen them in here. Well, they're dead. I bet they got a better reason than that. <laughs> Does there have to be a reason for everything? Uh, oh, what? Oh, hello, Finnegan. How be the same? Gesundheit. Thank you. Hey, look, I hear we got a dame from Hollywood coming down here. Yeah, yeah. Boy, you gotta hand it to them Hollywood dames, Arch. What do you mean? Well, you might as well hand it to them. They'll get it anyway. <laughs> hey, that's very funny, Finnegan. Hey, uh, I overheard Milton Berle's mother telling the delicatessen the other day. Very good. Yeah. Hey, look, Arch, who is this thing? Well, it ain't a dame in a construed sense of the word, Finnegan. Uh, it happens to be a certain famous colonist named Parsons. Oh, Drew Parsons? <laughs> no, Luella Parsons. Oh, oh, yes, I think I've had her read to me. <laughs> That's so. Well, I'm uh, hoping that she'll put me name in her column. Uh, she ain't gonna put your name in her column. Why not? She don't put nothing in about poor people. It's always the rich. Never a word about people being patable. It's always incompatible. Finnegan, <laughs> I'm afraid you got the brains of an ant. Well, what's wrong with that? Ants build houses. So what? Well, you don't see people building them, do you? <laughs> If you really wanted publicity, why didn't you hire me? Why? I'm an old-time publicity man myself. Where did you ever do publicity? Macy's. They had me in the window for two weeks. What was you publicizing? A new electric mousetrap they had. An electric mousetrap? Yeah, terrific, Arch. Grills your cheese and electrocutes your mouse at the same time. <laughs> oh. Believe me, it was great publicity. It was, huh? Yeah. Boy, what crowds that mouse used to attract. Yeah, huh? But, yeah. Finnegan, wasn't you embarrassed with all of them people staring at you in the window? What did you do when you wanted to take a bath? The problem never came up, what? <laughs> As I say, I was only there for two weeks. Well, it must have been a nice job. You meet a lot of charming mice that way. Oh, yeah, some nice dames. Yeah, huh? Yeah. I was two in the next window, in fact, wearing mink coats. Uh, I invited them over to my window for a little dance one day, but they never showed up. Finnegan, they were dummies. You said it, Arch. I'm a good dancer. <laughs> Finnegan, uh, you uh, live in an ivory tower, you know it? Yeah. Solid ivory. <clears throat> oh. Hey, Archie. Oh, yes, Miss Duffy. Do you think Luella Parsons could get my new boyfriend into the movies? Your new boyfriend? Who is he? Carlos Gomez. Who? Carlos Gomez. 
You know him, Mrs. Rappaport's little boy, Sam. <laughs> oh, him, yeah. Uh, what's he doing these days? He's giving rumba lessons. Sam? Yeah, Carlos. <laughs> That's how I ran into him. I went up to this dance studio to learn the rumba. And who do you think's in charge of the class? Carlos. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Boy, what a rumba dancer he is. And on account of him being in love with me, he's only charging me 25 cents a lesson. He's in love with you and he takes your money, Miss Duffy? You mean to tell me you're falling for a piccolo? <laughs> well, Archie, that's the thing that's so sweet about him. It's not for himself that he takes the money. It's for his wife and six kids. <laughs> six kids? All named Gomez? No, Rappaport. <laughs> well, look, Miss Duffy, I'm too busy to listen to this nonsense. I gotta get Luella some more rumors about myself for the column. Now, let's see. Okay. Uh, what tall, handsome songwriter will probably make a fortune out of what song entitled Archie's Little Love Song? <laughs> a fortune out of it. Hmm, could be. Hey, Eddie. Uh, yeah. Uh, whose picture is on the million-dollar bill again? <laughs> Say, friends, if you want the real facts, the truth about the care of your teeth, get it from only one person, your dentist. And when you ask him the secret of sound, healthy teeth, your dentist may tell you that one of the most important secrets is firm and healthy gums. Chances are, too, that he'll recommend Ipana toothpaste and gum massage. For Ipana, when used with gentle massage, helps give our gums the stimulation they need to help keep them firm and healthy. Yes, ask your dentist. A national survey shows that seven out of ten dentists recommend gum massage. Not only that, but dentists themselves prefer Ipana toothpaste two to one over any other dentifrice for their own personal use. So for the health of your gums, for sound, bright teeth, a more sparkling smile. Why don't you do as so many dentists recommend? Brush your teeth with Ipana. And every time you do, put a little extra Ipana on your fingertip and gently massage it on your gums. Try it and see the difference it will make to your smile. Get Ipana toothpaste. I-P-A-N-A. Ipana. Uh, well, what you got there, Mr. I got me old scrapbook here, Eddie. I want Luella to know about some of my romances, and I'm digging out some souvenirs and momentums, you know? Here's a cute one here. A valentine I got from Joan Crawford. Mm, let's see. Uh, her name ain't on it. No. Uh, how you know it was from Joan Crawford? Well, who else could have been? I was nuts about her at the time. <laughs> oh, boy, what memories... Here's another cute little thing, too, out of you. Shamrock from Molly Pecan. <laughs> and a mezuzah from Maureen O'Hara. <laughs> or was it the other way around? <clears throat> hey. Huh? What's, what's that picture there? That? Oh, that's really one of me treasured bolts from the blue past, Eddie. A picture of Betty Hutton when we was that way about each other. What way? Well, just read how she inscribed it. Good luck, Betty Hutton. <laughs> yep, she was sure nuts about me. <laughs> What's all this got to do with Luella Parton? Well, she'll know that the words to Archie's little love song wasn't wrote by no novice, Eddie. 
that they was wrote by a man who has lived, loved, suffered. Well, you don't have to see no mezuzah to figure that out. <laughs> uh, who, who, who gonna sing this song to Miss Parson tonight? Well, we'll get Mary Mead to sing it. Uh, hey, Mary. Yes, Archie. Uh, uh, Mary, what song was you planning to sing here tonight? A song by my favorite composer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy McHugh. What's the name of the song? Exactly like you. McHugh, like you. Well, at least the guy can rhyme. Go ahead and sing it, Mary. <laughs> I've waited, know why I've been blue, prayed each night for someone exactly like you. Why should we spend money on a show or two? No one does those love scenes exactly like you. You make me feel so grand. I want to hand the world to you You seem to understand Each foolish little dream I'm dreaming Scheme I'm scheming Now I know why mother Taught me to be true She meant me for someone Exactly like you You make me feel so grand I want to hand the world to you You seem to understand Each foolish little dream I'm dreaming Scheme I'm scheming Now I know I'm a mother She taught me to be true She meant me for someone like you Exactly, exactly like you. <laughs> well, that was great, Mary. Terrific. You know, you couldn't have sung it any better if I'd wrote it myself. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Who's that peeping over the transom there, Eddie? Where? There. Oh, it's Luella Parsons. Well, Luella, I'm glad to see you. What uh, brings you to the tavern? I lost an election bet. Lost? Hey, that's good. Ah, that old Hollywood humor. What do you mean? That repartee. You know, I... I, <laughs> I love it. Like the time Monty Willie says to me, he says, Archie, if they ever put a price on your head, take it. <laughs> <laughs> so quick as a flash, I come back and I say, drop dead, whiskers. <laughs> By the way, you can quote me on that if you want. <laughs> well, my column is pretty crowded at the moment. The column is crowded? Well, no hurry. You know, you'll probably have more room after this Artie Shore thing blows over. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of Hollywood, Luella, how's the rest of me good friends out there? How's uh, L.B.? L.B.? Yeah, Zanuck. Oh. oh, he's pretty good. Oh, that's good. And uh, how's Goldwyn? Sam? No, Carlos. <laughs> Is he uh, making any dough? 
Well, Arch, everybody's making money in Hollywood these days. Yeah, here in Hollywood, even the trees got their palms stuck out. <laughs> Quote me on that one, too. <laughs> Boy, I'm gold mine here tonight, huh? <clears throat> uh, tell me something, Luella. Uh, look, this is strictly on the IQ. Uh, does Ingrid miss me? Miss you? Well, I don't know. You, you see, I've never heard him mention you. Mm, the silent, suffering type. <laughs> uh, we was very close at one time, you know. Oh, is that so? Oh, sure. She used to drive me around the car all the time, up and down that that street where all the nightclubs are. You mean Sunset Strip? Well, I didn't like to say it in front of a lady. <laughs> You know, I once wrote a book about you But I didn't know it at the time What was it called? The Gay Illiterate (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like about you, Luella Your insults are so subtle (laughs) Say, Archie How about introducing me to Miss Parsons? Oh, yes, Uh, Luella, this is Miss Duffy How do you do? Likewise, I'm sure (laughs) Say, Miss Parsons Can you get my boyfriend into the movies? He's very handsome Well, Miss Duffy, a handsome man is no novelty in Hollywood. Yeah? Unfortunately, the town is full of good-looking young men. Yeah? In fact, I think I can safely say there are more handsome men in Hollywood than anywhere else in the world. Well, in that case, forget my boyfriend. How about getting me a job out there? (laughs) Miss Duffy, please, get back to the cutting room, will you? Look, Luella, uh... Uh, what, uh, what was it you was saying about my new song? Archie, have you written a song? Hmm, you dragged it out of me, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I wanted to keep it a secret, and here you'll probably print it in that wonderful newspaper column of yours, which is read all over the world, and you'll probably broadcast it on your marvelous radio program, which is heard from coast to coast by millions of people. <laughs> Why do I always leave the cat out of the bag like that? <laughs> Well, Archie, as long as you feel that way, I won't say a word about it. You won't? I promise. You think that's fair to Mr. Hurst? Maybe uh, you ought to give it just a small headline. No, Archie, a promise is a promise. Well, I have a special broadcast to do tonight, so I'll have to say goodbye. Hey, wait a minute, Luella, watch out. You're going to trip over Moriarty there. Holy cat... Are you hurt, Luella? Oh, my ankle. Your your ankle? What did you do? Did you twist it? Oh, how will I get to the broadcasting studio? Forget the broadcasting studio. We'll have an engineer sent down here, and you can do your broadcast right here from the tavern. But I haven't got a script. You ain't got a script. I'll write you one. (laughs) You mean you're going to add insult to injury? No, sir, Luella. I'll add insult to insult, and then nobody will know whether I wrote it or you wrote it. Oh, Mr. Wallington. Mr. Wallington. Yes? Oh, yes. What can I do for you? Oh, nothing. You've already done it. You've saved my life. I did? I did? Well, not really, but you saved me from something I've dreaded every time cold weather came. What's that? Well, the minute there's a nip in the air, my hands get chapped. And what with housework and dishes, my hands usually become raw. Only this winter, it looks as if they're not going to be, thanks to you and Truchet. Oh. 
Well, how'd you like using Truchet? Oh, it's a wonderful hand lotion, so creamy and fragrant. All I did was put Truchet on before I did my work, particularly before I did the dishes. And when the last dish was finished, my hands felt as soft and smooth as if I hadn't had my hands in hot, soapy water at all. It's amazing how it works. Yes, it is. You see, Truchet is an entirely new idea in hand lotions. It's the beforehand lotion. And by putting it on beforehand, that's before you get to work, before you do dishes or light laundry, Truchet will guard your hands. Why, Truchet will guard your hands even while they're in that hot, soapy water. I know. But another wonderful thing about Truchet is that I can use it afterwards, too. It's great for rough elbows and chapped legs. I even use it as a powder base. Well, that's why you can't beat Truchet. Truchet gives you everything other hand lotions give you. Plus, beforehand protection. Something none of those ordinary hand lotions offer. So, friends, why not take the tip? Why not begin today to use Truchet? T-R-U-S-H-A-Y. Oluella? Yes? Uh, are you all set to broadcast? Archie, is this the script you wrote? I can't read it. Well, suppose you stumble over a few big words. <coughs> It'll sound like an ab lib. Uh, <coughs> but it's too late to argue, Luella. You're doing on the air. Look, three seconds. Two seconds. Matty, friend prayer. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. North America and all the ships at sea. Archie, this is the way our Walter Winchell opens his program. I know. That way we get your listeners and his too. <laughs> Go ahead, Luella. Read it. This is Luella Parsons broadcasting to you from Duffy's Tavern. Exclusive number one. This reporter can't mention no names, but what Third Avenue chicken plucker and what well-known lady bookie have been carrying on a Candlestein romance. Uh, exclusive number two, Gus Rockamoro, sign of the well-known Rockamoro family of, of Lower Third Avenue, recently presented his parents with a brand new front tire for their car. <laughs> Two days later, the tire was claimed by the owner. <laughs> Gus asks his buddies to write. That <laughs> a girl, Luella, it's killing them. <laughs> and me too. I told you, what? Go ahead. <laughs> Exclusive number three, Bessie Flugenheimer, who was voted. Miss Flushing Meadows of 1946 has broken off with her latest heartthrob. Pick a card, Hoffman, the famous magician. In an exclusive interview with the Hobo News, Bessie said that after the affair floundered on the rocks, when Hoffman's hand started getting quicker than her eye. Luella? Uh, 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 yes, Marvin. Uh, did you attend any interesting parties this week? Oh, yes, Marvin. Oh, and the very gayest party of the week was held at Duffy's Tavern. It was a coming-out party for Machine Gun Van Smythe. Among the notables that attended was Second Story Jackson and the Misses, Crack Pot O'Toole, Crudface Clifford, <laughs> Dave May Fagan, Willie the Slob, one-eyed Goldfarb and his daughter Cyclops. <laughs> and a host of others. 
Many old friendships were cemented. And the next day, the police started dragging the East River. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sakes, Archie, I just can't go on with this. Well, Willie, you got to. You ain't done your guest of the week yet. All right. I'm happy to present as my guest of the week that popular composer of Archie's little love song, Six Foot Two and Eyes of Blue, Archie. <laughs> Archie, won't you tell me a little bit about your life? Well, Luella, I was born to poverty-stricken but humble parents. <laughs> whom, without who, I might never have been. Well, that's very interesting. Yes, thank you. Uh, I guess from the start that music was to be me very reason for existing. So that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> yes, even as a child, music always excited me. I remember my father always used to say... Ma, let's have music to soothe this savage beast <laughs> Yeah, I heard music and everything, Luella The crash, crash, crash of the ash can The rat-tat-tat of the nightstick The tom-tom-tom of the tomcat <laughs> yep. I listened to them night and day Even when I'd sneak a ride <laughs> When I'd sneak a ride on a trolley car I'd always climb on the end nearest the bell. <coughs> so, me parents, uh, seeing how me mind worked, uh, decided to send me to an observatory. <laughs> yes, it was there that I studied the glockenspiel under Zimbalist. <laughs> you know, uh, you are familiar with Zimbalist? Sam? No, Carlos. <laughs> Well, anyway, to make a long story short, I finally wrote Archie's little love song. How did that happen? Well, Luella, that's a long story. You see, I, uh... Okay, then forget about it. Not at all. I'll be glad to play it. <clears throat> Here, read this announcement. Use lucky people will now hear Archie's little love song, played by Archie and sang by that famous radio duet, Clifton Finnegan and Miss Duffy. Better known as Jerk and Jail. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If it's Sunday night and you're out with your fella and you try dynamite but you can't make a mella just sing this tune and by Monday noon he'll be turned Hello? Huh? 
Oh. Sorry. Who was that? The broadcasting company. <clears throat> they said when you hit that high note, it blew out every fuse in the network. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Luella, but uh, look, uh, confidentially, uh, now that we're off the air, uh, uh, you'll print it in a column, won't you? What, what, what do you think about me song? Well, all I can say, Archie, is it cured my ankle. <laughs> That's good. Now I have just a little ringing in my head. <laughs> you're suffering from a chest cold right now, listen. Get a really modern chest rub that gives relief to your discomfort fast. Get Minute Rub. And rub Minute Rub on the throat, chest, and back. In a minute, Minute Rub's soothing menthol vapors begin to clear that stuffed-up feeling in the nose and throat. In a minute, Minute Rub starts to bring a feeling of warmth and relief to those tight, sore, aching muscles. And listen, here at last is a chest rub that's greaseless and stainless. Disappears like vanishing cream, and it can't stain clothes and bed linens. So get a tube of Minute Rub and get relief from annoying cold misery the modern way, the greaseless, stainless, minute rub way. It's time now to leave Duffy's Tavern for this evening, but let's meet here again at the same time next Wednesday when our guest will be the Metropolitan Opera star, Madame Lottie Lehman. Luella Parsons appeared through the courtesy of the manufacturers of Woodbury Soap. Until next Wednesday, then, this is Jimmy Wallington reminding you that for a more sparkling smile, remember Ipana. And for softer, lovelier hands, remember Truchet, the beforehand lotion. Ipana, Truchet. Stay tuned in for Mr. District Attorney, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>